The MLB Gambling Podcast on the Sports Gambling Podcast Network is presented by WinBet. WinBet is now live in Arizona, Colorado, Indiana, Louisiana, Michigan, New Jersey, New York, Tennessee, and Virginia from boosted same-game parlays to live in-game odds. WinBet has what you need to win. Sign up today, bet $100, and get $100 at sportsgamblingpodcast.com slash winbet. That's sportsgamblingpodcast.com slash W-Y-N-N-B-E-T. State restrictions apply. We're also brought to you by the SGPN Merch Store. Head over to store.sportsgamblingpodcast.com and use the promo code MADNESS for 10% off orders of $40 or more. Good afternoon, everybody. Welcome to the WBC on the MLB Gambling Podcast, on the Sports Gambling Podcast Network. That's a nice catchy title, isn't it? Um, my name's Malcolm Bamford, coming to you from Newcastle-upon-Tyne, the northeast corner of England, where the snow's been going sideways uh, for most of the day. Uh, today is March the 9th, it's Wednesday, and we are here to have a look at primarily Pools C and D. Uh, in the World Baseball Classic, which get underway next Monday. Uh, a lot of the big hitters, uh, primarily the USA and the Dominican Republic, get involved in. We'll have a little look at the... We had some action as well. We can have a look back at... Uh, there's two games already completed in a couple of games from pools A and B, which we covered yesterday. Um, and here to join me again, uh, my WBC partner is Mr. Noah Benick. Noah, what's happening? Nothing much, Malcolm. Uh so for the listeners that listened to yesterday's podcast, shot a 99, and on the first three holes, <laughs> I landed in the bunk in the greenside bunker in all three, and I three putt. So it's like go, coming out of you know the rusty winter. You're not able to use the bunkers in Michigan. So very great strategy on me aiming for those bunkers down here. In yeah, Florida. but um, you know this is one of those podcasts where it's like we were talking so much in the pre-show. That was like, just press the button and let's talk yeah. about it on record. And also, one fix. I was wrong, Malcolm. Buffoon, <laughs> for me. Uh, the bracket, I got confused. The, the bracket does go left left side, right side, all the way until the semifinals where it flips and it inverts itself. So it's like, I didn't follow that, so I, I apologize. <laughs> That's my fault, but you know what? It is what it is. I mean, it still stands. I still think that Japan is the <laughs> best team on the left side of the bracket, even though they're going to have to play a, a team from the right in the semifinal. But, you know, let's let's run with it, Malcolm. <laughs> well, you've done well there, Noah, because you've got ahead of the curve. The first two things on my list, on my notepad here, number one says apology, which you've covered, so well done. Number two hey, says I, golf. I don't, I don't have to be told to apologize. I, I can, <laughs> Good. I can and do it. That's, that's a nice treat. Um, the second one says golf, um, because I thought in that first nine holes, uh, was it Terry? Terry let you off the hook, man. He let you back in. Uh, yeah. But then he, he, fin- he finished you off on the second nine anyway. Yeah. Um, so yeah, twice yesterday, I, I did two shows yesterday. I did this one with you and then I did a AL East show with Moon off and Johnny later in the day. And after both shows, I had to go away and check stuff <laughs> that, because I, I came away from both shows shaking my head because you crushed my confidence on that. I got my bracket right. And then Moon off and Johnny crushed my confidence on my AL East picks. No, so I had to go I, back I, and. I think your your confidence in the AL East picks. I'm right. I'm right there with you on 
almost all of them, I think. I, I, I don't think I'm very high on the Red Sox, but four for five, we were right step by step. And honestly, I the thing that I was really uh, a torn on was the fact that Mel, uh, Munaf brought up the point with the Rays that if one bat gets injured in their lineup, that you know this team could really take a step back. Well, they were injured all last year, and they still did it. And the other thing is, is he was on the over for the Yankees. And if you take John Carlos Stanton out of the lineup, which he's basically been injured every year of his career, uh, except for the 56 home run uh, season, you know, that Yankees lineup looks like it did when it was in July and August and it looked bare bones. And we were like, we can't back this team right now. And he took the over there, but didn't mention the injuries. So it's just like, you, I don't think you can take the injuries into account in these preseason futures. Oh, well, that's a nice, a nice trailer, Noah, for the uh, for the divisional previews. That was yeah. the one yesterday for the Air East was one of six. Um, number two will be tomorrow with myself and Moonaf, and I think Minty's coming on that. So we'll have all six coming um, in the next couple of weeks. So yeah, stay stay across the MLB gambling podcast the twitter page youtube will be doing that live uh, the same as we are here as well um so yeah we had some action overnight um action that didn't necessarily uh, reflect our picks very well on group a the, the, <laughs> the first game yesterday finished uh, cuba two the netherlands four i had the netherlands finishing fifth in that group um which is still possible but then i noticed that you um we gave out the over as well you liked the over eight and yeah. I thought we were a little bit unlucky because they were, I think they left 30 runners on base between them. Um, there was a lot of walks. I think the Dutch walked six batters and got away with it. Uh, Lewis Robert ran himself into some trouble yeah, when he was on that second. Was. That was kind of a key moment. Um, so on the back of that, there was a game this morning, um, which was Panama against... Um, Chinese Taipei and I was just saying to you I pulled a bit of a degen move I, I either had to top up my online betting account or I was parked quite near the betting shop I haven't been in the physical betting shop for years it's just not something you do anymore sounds like a really old fashioned thing to do um, but instead of topping up my account I had some cash in my wallet so I put a little bit too much money on the over because I liked the the total was still at 8 and I'd like the amount of offence that had been um like I said, the 30 left base runners in that first game. And um, I cashed it bloodlessly with a 12-5 win uh, to Panama. So that was a bit of a surprise as well, because Panama were the absolute outsiders. Um, we quite like Chinese Taipei's chances as the home team. Uh, that was Panama's first ever WBC win as well. So I think you caught a lot of that game. And you said you weren't particularly impressed with uh, with Taiwan. Yeah, I was I was watching some of the highlights, and you know I watched the full game of Cuba Netherlands. I was back here in time, and I was able to find a stream for it, and I was able to watch it. Um, but yeah, like waking up today and watching the highlights on Taiwan and Panama, I expected uh, a little bit different from Taiwan. Not gonna lie, um, I wasn't pleased with the the pitching in, in particular. I, I didn't think there was much there. I, I thought. You know, also on the defensive side, it, it just didn't seem as sharp as what I saw in the previous game between Cuba and Netherlands. And, you know, Panama seems quite live. They, their bats were finding the ball pretty easily off of the uh, Taiwanese pitching. And, you know, it, it was uh, quite surprising to see them put up 12 runs on their own. And you look at <laughs> one of the games today, 
I will be hammering another over. The the thing that really pissed me off was that the wind was blowing 10 miles an hour in from left, and there was three warning track bombs in that Netherlands yeah. uh, Cuba game. So, you know, the field might be the thing there because the announcers were talking about how the wind always blows in here. So that that's that might be an issue to take note of in the future. But like you said, you took the over in the second game. That place was packed for that second game uh, with Taiwan compared to the first game with Cuba and Netherlands. If they show up like that, they've always got a chance, I think. It, it, the crowd plays a great uh, great factor in the game. And for me, a lot of people on Twitter last night were calling out the guy with the horn. They were pissed at the guy with the horn. Well, this is international baseball, baby. Like, and If you've never watched the Dominican League, there's 40 other people that have a horn in their damn crowd. <laughs> This is like I literally played college baseball with a couple of Hispanics and their one of their dads brought a Venezuela to our field. It's like it's baseball, dude. Like get over with and like just tune it out is what we were always taught. So it's like I love that side of international baseball, just a bunch of ballpark noise. I love it. It's like you have the right field of the Coliseum with the A's ballpark when it used to be bumping. It's like that, but times 40. Yeah, I did notice the fun police were out in force last night, whinging about the uh, about the horn. I was all for it. Yeah, uh, put me down, put me down for a bit of horn. No, uh, anytime <laughs> he's horny, <laughs> he's um, <laughs> yeah, totally not often lost for words. No, but you got me there. Uh, so yeah, I think the, those warning track catches as well was something to put me on uh, to the overs. Even that game today, Panama Taiwan, there was. Uh, the, the score, there was a disparity there, but the, the hits, I think, was 14 to 13 um, and only one home run. So there was one home run in that game. So um, looking at offense, looking at runs, um, no homers. But every time I looked, there was two or three base runners. Yeah. I see a lot of walks. So the pitchers struggling to settle in in a slightly alien environment. So very early for trends. And, of course, the other thing is uh, underdogs two for two. Um, yeah. The uh, Panama were round about 150 today, um, and Netherlands did the business Cuba overnight. There's a couple of games later on today. I just quickly throw us out some. Uh, I can't see any odds here. The books aren't playing, uh, aren't playing fair yet. So throw us out the odds for for this afternoon or later on this evening. Yeah. So game one it is 10 p.m. Eastern, or at least that's what it's listed on the book. Um, South Korea is minus 520 against Australia, plus 410. The total is set at eight with the under-juiced minus 115. And the run line minus one and a half for Korea is minus 230. Australia plus one and a half, plus 195. Uh, game two, Panama-Netherlands. Netherlands favored minus 200 against Panama, plus 170. Total set at eight and a half, minus 110 both ways. And plus one and a half for Panama is minus 115. Netherlands minus one and a half, minus 105. And we have China, China and Japan listed. No money lines, no run lines. Just a total at 11 and a half, which is three runs higher than uh, the first two games. So that's telling me that the book just thinks that Japan is going to completely run away with this game. Yeah, just, it, the couple of things that stand out for me is would be the over in Panama Netherlands. Um, yeah, Netherlands used six pitchers yesterday. Now they're, they're not giant rosters. Um, we actually wrote off Netherlands pitching yesterday before six of them um, had managed to turn their arm over. So, um, and they, they look like there was more runs in that game. Panama did the business today, scored runs. So the the, the 
Brooks have responded really just with half a run. And the other thing is, I think if you go through this tournament just blindly back in the underdogs, um, I know we're not um, shutting the stable door after the horse has bolted because two two from two have gone in already. But I see this a lot when when I bet the Cricket World Cup, no, the, the 2020 World Cup, yeah. is you always, because it's a, such a short format, it takes nothing to get an underdog. It, one One player can win the game. This is the difference between sort of a series or one player, either the pitcher or one batter, can win the game for the underdog team. You don't need all nine players to play well. One player can do it. To say, like I say, when we bet the cricket, one player can go and score a hundred or can bowl the other team out. Um, so I think if you keep playing the underdogs all the way through, um, I think you end up in profit uh, when you yeah, get I mean- to the other side. Like you said, you're two and zero already. Um, the thing that you know it doesn't—we don't like to see it with the predictions that we gave out yesterday. The winner of Panama Netherlands would be two and zero, and clearly in the driver's seat to win the pool. Yeah, absolutely. Um, so we're gonna have a look at Group C and D, which start in the USA on Monday. I'll tell you first about WinBet, the official online sports book of the Sports Gambling Podcast Network. WinBet active in a bunch of states, and there's tons of ways to win including live betting and same-game parlays, a.k.a. win bets, build your own bet. March Madness is almost here. There's plenty of ways to win, um, including NBA, NHL, and XFL. If you sign up today, you'll receive a special offer, bet $100 to get $100. That's limited to state availability. And, of course, our DJs only. If you hit the biggest long shot party of the week, you get a $1,000 free credit. Head to sportsgamblingpodcast.com slash win bet so they know that me and Noah sent you that sports gambling podcast.com slash W-Y-N-N-B-E-T offer subject to change T's and C's at winbet.com must be 21 older and the pl- state where played through win bet is available if you were someone who has a gambling problem call 1-800-522-4700 okay pool C features uh, like I say this starts on Monday Features uh, your hometown team, USA. Um, the odds are this is to win the group. Um, Noah, you'll have to throw out the odds for, for a team to advance. Um, USA are minus 400, uh, so prohibitive favourite. Mexico are next in at plus 350. Uh, Colombia, 25 to 1. Canada, 28 to 1. And Great Britain, 125 to 1. Um, <laughs> As I said yesterday, there's been more line movement. You know, I've got these there written been. down. Yeah, I'm looking Col- at a different book, and I got Canada actually favored above Colombia to win the pool too. So, well, I had the book Colombia and Canada with twenty-two to one on this book about four days ago. Uh, both drifted, but Colombia at the twenty-fives, Canada at the twenty-eight. Uh, Great Britain were a hundred uh, out to one hundred and twenty-five. So yeah, there's there's definitely. Uh, people betting this stuff. On the action that the book takes in what they're lining. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Um, and so you you got the prices for the teams to advance out of the pool, Noah? Yeah, I do. So U.S. is minus thirty five hundred, Mexico minus three hundred, Canada minus three fifty, Colombia plus five hundred, Great Britain fifty to one. Um, again, like it probably just depends on the place where you're going to play, either Canada or Colombia. Uh, just look into that a little bit before you place either one of them. If you like what we say about the Canadians or the Colombians. So yeah, USA obviously very prohibitive favorite. They've got a, a tremendously stacked lineup. Um, most of the names that you'll know, Mike Trout, etc. 
Um, the rotation isn't great. Um, and that was before they lost um, Nesta Cortez out yeah. of it as well. Yeah, this... Um, off the top of your head, Noah, uh, where would this rotation rank in MLB? What position? In terms of war, um, where are you ranking them? Well, not where you're ranking them. I know the answer. So where would they be ranked? What's your <laughs> shot? Um, so you did the research on this and you have the number? I've done it, yeah. Okay. Uh, I would. I say I've done it. I've stolen it. So I, would, I effectively did it. I would rank it below the top 10, if that helps. I don't well, know. Noah, I don't the, know answer, the answer, luckily for you, is 11th. So that is below the top <laughs> 10. <laughs> it is one below the top. Yeah, so this would be an 11th ranked MLB rotation, which is okay. Like, and that's all it is, I would say. And we're going to move on to Mexico in a little while. Um, but yeah, the likes of Brady Singer and stuff. So yeah, they're okay. I love the bullpen. Uh, and I do love how Mark DeRosa is approaching it. Um, I think they're going to have a good time. There's nothing. I mean, the the, the favourites to win that group for a reason. Uh, Mexico are the nearest challengers. Their rotation is vaguely ridiculous. Um, Kidi, <laughs> Rios, Patrick Sandoval. Um, I mean, and more. There's, there's, you could you could go on and on and on uh, with the Mexican. And then um, I like the lineup too. Obviously, Alejandro Kirk's missing. Um, he's having a baby. Joey Manessis is in there. Alec Thomas, Alex Verdugo, Randy Rosarena. Uh, Colombia have lots of middling MLB players, um, but really that should be enough to be competitive. That's what makes them kind of the fly in the ointment, the 22 to 1. Um, the, you get a good pitching performance out of uh, Quintana's not there anymore, I don't think, is he? Did Quintana yeah. get injured? Yeah. Um, yeah, that's a drawback for them. Injury or more just. Yeah, just being steady. And then uh, Riva San Martin, who um, got quite a lot of airtime on the MLB Gambling Podcast. Yeah. They, so they can upset anyone on their day behind a pitching performance from one of their guys. Uh, Canada is a no thanks from me. Um, there's just not enough depth there. And Great Britain are just happy to be there, unfortunately. I'd love to be able to tell you they're going to win some games. Um, one win for Britain would be a success. Uh, the name that you'll know there's Harrison Ford, um, yeah. Seattle catcher, I think he is, um, but hits as well. So uh, give us uh, any, any highlights or lowlights out of that, Noah, and any bets that you that you fancy. Yeah, so I, I went in deep on the top two for this pool. Um, for me, the difference maker <clears throat> that puts the Americans ahead of the pack in Pool C is the bullpen. You know, the starting rotation, like you yeah. mentioned, is filled with big leaguers, but – it's Adam Wainwright, Team SGPN, TGF FBI member, and former Florida Gator, Brady Singer, Miles um, Michaelis, and Merrill Kelly. Uh, not an outstanding rotation by any means, but, I mean, it, it gets the job done. <laughs> They've got a stellar bullpen, though. And I honestly think that this bullpen is either first or second best in the WBC field. They've got guys like Lance Lynn, Dev, uh, Lance Lynn, Nick Martinez, Daniel Bard, De David Bednar, Adam Adovino, uh, Kendall Grayman, Ryan Presley, Devin Williams, and more to go along with uh, that. And then they've got the best batting lineup in Pool A by a wide margin, in my opinion, um, led by Captain America Mike Trout and more included to get USA, uh, you know, 
in into position here. All in all, <clears throat> this team is great on paper. Starting pitching isn't amazing. And my guy, Mark DeRosa, so you talked about him. It's more of like a fun approach uh, because I'll, I'll talk about it and more in the Team Mexico blurb I have. Um, but DeRosa is approaching it the right way because he's got no managerial experience here. And I have a little bit of uncertainty how he's going to do um, directing all of this talent in one clubhouse. So it's like, who are you going to play when this scenario comes up? Lefty versus lefty. Are you going to pinch hit him for another guy? How is that player going to feel about it? It's team. You Moving on to Mexico, Team USA is notorious for sleepwalking through the WBC. There's been four editions of the World Baseball Classic. They have 10 total losses in the four WPC tournaments, and two of them are to the hands of Mexico. Mexico's 2-0 and against Team USA, and I expect Julio Urias to pitch against Team USA, therefore giving the Mexicans a very good fighting chance as a dog there. Mexico also has the rotation of MLB starters, like you mentioned, Patrick Sandoval, Taiwan Walker and Jose Akiti. I like that rotation better than USA's, um, but their bullpen strength is, uh, you know, uh, they've got two or three guys down there, but really it, it doesn't stack up to USA. But when you're talking about a one game, uh, you know, you're getting Mexico at plus three fifty to win the pool. It's basically a plus three fifty money line against Team USA with a fully rested pitching staff. And Julio Urias starting. I like your chances there. The lineup's good enough to, you know, keep that if that one's low scoring to win that game. But you got to hope that you you can have Urias and a combination of two or three guys in the back end of the bullpen. If Urias only goes six, because I doubt that the Dodgers would prefer him to go very long in this WBC format. Um, so it's like. If you could keep that one low scoring, I like Mexico's chances. Um, Touching on Canada, it's tough to see this version of Canada making enough noise to crack the top two over Mexico and America, as they were supposed to have Nick Pavetta and Josh Naylor, but neither of those guys will play. They've got three pitchers that will be able to hold their own against big leaguers, Cal Quantrill, Matt Brash, and John Axford, but I just don't know if that's enough to compete in this pool. And like you said about Colombia, They've got a couple of uh, lesser-known MLB players all on one roster. <clears throat> it's not like they have really a weakness, but I don't know if they have a strength either. So I, I, I just wrote down for Colombia, they lack a little bit of firepower. For me, it's Team USA and Mexico in this pool. Um, Malcolm, do you want to touch on any more from this? No, I mean, initially, we kind of had Mexico and Colombia a little bit closer together. But I just think the injuries and stuff have spaced it out a bit now. So Mexico to advance was my initial feeling, but the value on that's gone now. I'm not going to sit here and give out a minus um, 300 shot. I was hoping they'd be closer to sort of minus 120 or roundabout even money. So, yeah, that's um, that's already gone down the river. I think... Um, and I'm going to... I'll back this up when we get to Pool D as well. I think if you just continue to take the second favourites um, to win the pool outright, one of them is going to hit. Um, I couldn't tell you which one, but it doesn't matter which one, because if you take all four, 
Um, one of them's going to hit, you end up in plus money. Two of them hits, then you're, you're laughing all the way to the bank. It is such a very, very short format. If we were handicapping these as a pitching matchup, if we were handicapping uh, Kidi, um in uh, just a normal MLB Tuesday night, you, you'd, it doesn't really matter who they're playing, uh, who's on the mound for the yacht ball, you'd be happy to take them at, yeah. Plus one twenty five, plus one thirty, plus one forty. You'd be happy to take that bet. So I don't see really what difference it's going to be. Um, like I say, unfortunately, I, you can put a line through the others. Um, I would continue taking the dogs in those in the the, the games between yeah. Columbia, Canada, Columbia, Britain, Britain, Canada. Continue taking the dogs there. Um, but my bet would be, I think now the value's gone on Mexico to advance is to sprinkle Mexico to win the pool at plus three fifty. Um, something I've already done with Italy. Um, and I know you did with Korea yesterday in Pools A and B. I'm taking the second favourites just to spring one upset from the four groups. Yeah, I think that um, that's just pretty simply the smart handicapping way of approaching it. You know, like like you mentioned, you have the second place team. I have the second place team to win each pool so far, and it's it's going to stay the same for me. Um, you know, what, what do we call it? The, um, uh, how did you list it? The finishing order. That's the term that you used for me. The finishing order for pool C is going to be USA. However, I have Mexico to win at plus three fifty, Like you mentioned, then I go Canada, Colombia, great bit. Yeah. Well, I'll go Mexico, USA, Colombia. Let's go great Britain, Canada. Cause I'm going to have to throw the home nation of bone here and give us one win. Um, so great Britain. You can't requalify, you know, that's a, yeah. Great, great Britain. I'll have to turn over Canada. So we'll great Britain for Canada five. Um, okay. Pool D we'll move on to then again, short price favorites. Um, I think, again, there's been light movement in here. We've seen uh, the Dominican Republic, the absolute powerhouse in this group, and they are uh, two to five. Um, oh, I've got minus, what about minus 333 on the Dominican Republic. Um, and initially, Puerto Rico was second in here, uh, and Venezuela were third favourites. Well, they flip-flopped. Venezuela were now plus 350, and Puerto Rico were plus 550, Israel are 50 to 1, were 66s, and Nicaragua. Um, you had issues with how I pronounced Nicaragua last time. That's just brought it all flooding back. Um, around at 100 to 1. So, Noah, Dominican Republic are very worthy favourites. So, talk us through um, how they, any, any chinks in their armour possibly, and if you can make a case for either Venezuela or Puerto Rico. Yeah, and I totally forgot that I, I mean, I downloaded all these uh, team lineups again from our buddy Sean Spradling on Twitter. Um, so if you're watching on YouTube, props to you. You can now see the entire roster. That's my mistake on the pool C side of things. But this is the most ridiculous position player pool that we've ever seen assembled. Um, it hurts that, you know, Vladimir Guerrero Jr. is not in the lineup anymore due to the injury, but it's like still on, on our instant reactions podcast where we gave out Venezuela 16 to one. And we were a little bit sharp about that. Got to, got to tout that every once in a while. Yeah, we were. were. Value's gone, but you know, I listed off a blind comparison to Malcolm between the Dominican Republic's lineup 
in the 2022 American League All-Star lineup, and he chose the Dominican <laughs> Republic, and he didn't know that it was the AL All-Star lineup. Yeah. So going through the Dominican, the updated lineup, J-Rod Show, Soto, Machado, Devers, Teoscar Hernandez, Wander, Jeremy Pena, Jamer Candelario, and Gary Sanchez. The bullpen is phenomenal. It's up there with USA on one and two best in the WBC. Um, but the starting rotation is where the hole, if you're, if you're going to poke a hole in the roster, it's here. Uh, Sandy, Alcantara, uh, Sandy Alcantara, Christian Javier. After that, it's Johnny Cueto and Ronzi Contreras. I love Ronzi's potential. I've told Malcolm this before, but he's unproven. Also, they're missing our first baseman now that Vladdy is out. Um, right now, Sean has Jamer Candelario projected. But believe me when I say when Candy was playing first base, he was terrible defensively for the Tigers when Spencer Torkelson was moved down to AAA. So that's a big hole as well. Um, so that that's that's my blurb on the Dominican Republic uh, I, I think that they are vulnerable. However, uh, you're you're paying the price that you get when you're taking another team's either money line or price to win this pool because this team is deep, uh, and not many other teams are as deep as Dominican Republic. Yeah, absolutely. They're, like you say, they're very much worthy favorites. My negative fear is that the three elimination games um, – you need obviously you're rolling out say Alcantara who is great um, but doesn't have an awful lot of experience in that situation. He plays for the Miami Marlins um, and then having Inquieto. So it's some um, or Contreras. We do love Contreras, um, but like you say, it's just that experience of elimination stuff. So on any given day, they're going to be vulnerable to a, to a shaky pitching performance. Um, after that, like you say, Venezuela, we were sharp on. Um, I do. I like them better than Puerto Rico. The pitching is incredibly deep. Give they have, they have got options for elimination games. They've got myriad options for elimination games as well. Uh, Puerto Rico. Um, I think the the books or the public have kind of come on side with our initial reaction. Is that they're just not particularly inspiring. Um, will be competitive though. After that, Israel. I've, I've said we're terrible. Um, Fifty to one shots. And Nicaragua, just there making up the numbers. So, again, Venezuela were going to be my pick to advance, but expected them to be nearer plus money um, when we initially gave them out. That's changed. They've, they've shortened up, so they're now minus 200. So I just have to take the same system as to, as to sprinkle them to win the to win the section. So with Mexico plus 350, they're taking uh, Venezuela here at plus 350 as well and hoping one of them hits um, to give us a little bit of profit with the potential of both of them hitting to uh, to send us home happy. Um, good afternoon to uh, the good captain Insino, uh, who's in the chat. I'm back to Chinese Taipei this afternoon, so I was on a loser there. Um, and I'd like it very much if he could type the word buffoon in that chat box and aim it at you, Noah, because <laughs> uh, he was uh, he was on me yesterday as well. Um, we already so yeah, the, at the opening of the pot. Yeah. I made sure I made sure he knew last night because he was in the chat for the uh, ALE's preview as well. So yeah, I, I, made, I, 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 I grasped you up, Noah, is what I did, good yeah. and proper. Um, 
Yeah, my finishing order here is going to be Venezuela, uh, Dominican Republic, Puerto Rico, Israel, Nicaragua. Again, I'd still be looking at taking those dogs uh, when Nicaragua play Israel or um, when those teams play Puerto Rico. We'll hit one dog, which will get you in profit as well. So, uh, but, but yeah, for me, Venezuela, Dominican, uh, Puerto Rico, Israel and Nicaragua. What have you got, Noah? Yeah, I can't help but drool at this Venezuelan lineup. I'll put it back up for the people watching on YouTube. Um, the, I think the team's flying under the radar. Everybody's talking about the DR, the U.S., or the or Japanese roster. Venezuela's roster is what I believe to be sneakily the most complete team in the WBC. Um, the lineup goes Acuna, Arias, Altuve. Oh, wait a second. MVP candidate every year when healthy. AL batting champ, former AL MVP, coming off his career best WRC plus year. Back to the line. Eugenio Suarez at cleanup, five Salvador Perez. Wait, 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 wait a second. Both those guys hit 50 home runs just two years ago. Um, back to the lineup. We have Anthony Sandander, David Peralta, and Andres Jimenez. Andres Jimenez is batting ninth for this team, projected. Then the starting rotation goes Martin Perez, Pablo Lopez, Eduardo Rodriguez, Jesus Lazardo. All of those guys I think are great, you know, uh, SP2s, SP3s in the MLB uh, with Jose Alvarado closing. The bullpen's a little bit of the unknown, but that's the price that you pay with going against the grain. And for me, I love this team. Give me them plus 330 to win it. And to win Pool D, and I think they win the whole damn thing. We grab them at sixteen to one, um, ten to one. It's still good enough at plus one thousand if you pick the winner in my in my eyes. Um, Puerto Rico's starting pitching uh, is below average. You know, you look at it, and I see that uh, Jose Barrios is the ace, and Marcus Stroman's projected SP two, and I'm immediately turned off. <laughs> Israel. It's quite interesting. The squad has under-the-radar pop with Jock Peterson and Matt Mervis in the middle of the lineup. But, you know, after Dean Kramer, uh, Dean Kramer, I don't know what the pitching is going to give me here. And lastly, Nicaragua. I'll spend a little bit of time on them. This team, in my opinion, was the dealt the pool of death. Uh, it's their first ever appearance in the World Baseball Classic, and they're required to win one game. Everybody is. Or else they get demoted and have to go through qualifiers again to qualify for the next WBC. So hopefully I'm hoping they steal a game against either Israel or I would love it if they beat Puerto Rico. So for me, finishing order, I'm going to go with Venezuela to win it plus 330. I got them finishing first, Dominican Republic second, Puerto Rico third, Israel, Nicaragua finishing it out. Um, okay, I love that, Noah. Um, Captain Cena was just asking about or mentioning pitching restrictions, um, which uh, we've touched upon. I think it's 65 pitches in these early rounds. Uh, so it is going to be important. And we did mention earlier on um, that the Dutch used, say, six pitches yesterday and then have to play again today. So little things like that. Um, this is going to be a very, it's a, it's a short tournament and to find a little trend or to find an angle in, you're going to have to be sharp. Uh, but that's part of our job. In pool rounds, uh, 80 pitches in quarterfinal and 95 pitches during semis and championship. 
And the other thing teams will be doing is absolutely adhering to whatever their clubs tell them. Um, so whatever the, the MLB clubs, or for that matter, the, the NPB or whatever, um, clubs are telling them to do, those managers will be adhering to it. Um, nothing nothing they can do about that. So, yeah, interesting. And just, it's another, it's a great angle. And this is one of the fun things about this tournament is that there will be lots of little angles in. Uh, we've already found a couple talked about the amount of offense and and the walks um and now we'll talk pitcher usage bullpen usage um things like that so yeah lots of little angles and as we keep going over the next couple of weeks uh looking forward to it and i believe noah uh that's got us to the end of this little uh, preview show anything else you need to tell the people about do you have a bracket in front of you like did you make a bracket I've got my bracket in front of me, yes. I have mine too. Do you want to run through it and mention? Okay. There's one is last yours, time that we have. Is yours correct? I mean, and I ran through mine yesterday. Mine is correct, and I do not like it, but it is correct. Okay. Well, yeah, I think mine's kind of already gone a little bit tits up. Um, <laughs> I have sort of the quarterfinals top left, Korea v. Taiwan. Uh, Taiwan look shaky. And then bottom left, Italy, Japan. And on the other side, Mexico, Dominican, USA, Venezuela, uh, which gives us a Korea v. Dominican um, semi-final. Uh, Japan take on Venezuela. And Venezuela beat the Dominican Republic in the final. That's me. Yeah. Um, so I believe I'm like 95% sure I made this fucking bracket correct. <laughs> it's jacked. My 95 is good. Yeah, it's jacked. But for me, like you mentioned, it's gone tipped up. I, I like the depth in uh, Cuba's uh, pitching staff. I think that they can go four games where Netherlands, I don't know if they can. So I, I still have Korea. Like I have to stick with it. Uh, Korea is my pool A winner. So I have them 1A. They play or Cuba was my pool A winner. You're you're like tilted. What are, what are you doing with your? Game? Yeah, I haven't done anything. I've just I've just noticed that, but I don't <laughs> quite know why. You keep talking. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, so I have Cuba winning pool A. They would play the pool B second place team, which is Korea. I have this is the left side of the. This is so this is quarterfinal like. Quarterfinal winner number one, quarterfinal winner number three. The way I have it is Venezuela wins pool D, Mexico's in second in pool C. So the four teams that would be on this side of the bracket is Cuba, Korea, Venezuela, Mexico. Now, if it works out like this, I'd be dumb not to play Mexico to win it outright. However, okay. I I, it's it's it's... It's a shit show. I'm not going to predict this thing completely correct. Um, so I have it Korea, Venezuela over Mexico, and Venezuela beating Korea. On the right side of this bracket, I have Japan winning pool uh, B. So they're in first. The second place team out of pool A, I had Italy. And then USA and Dominican Republic are playing each other because USA won pool C and Dominican is in the second in pool D. So Japan, yeah. USA, and Dominican, the three teams that everybody's talking about are all on the same side of the semifinal or uh, quarterfinal. I mean, and that's completely jacked in my opinion, <laughs> but give me Japan over Italy, the DR over USA, Japan, Venezuela in the final. And I got Japan winning it all. Okay, there you go then. Um, yeah, I mean, if you've given out Venezuela at sixteen to one, I'm sure you can you can chuck Mexico in as an outright as well. Uh, got no issue with that. 
Uh, right, smashing. Uh, well done, Noah. Um, looking forward to the games now. We've got the got the chase for it today. Um, couldn't find any coverage. I was driving all day today and wanted to listen to the listen to the radio call of that Panama game, which is pretty much why I put that bet on. I thought it would entertain me for a few hours. Um, and then I just had to keep following the little thumbnail on my phone every now and again, uh, which was slightly frustrating. Um, but yeah, I'll find some uh, some UK-friendly times uh, for a watch and a bet as well. Um yeah, cheers everyone who's listened. Cheers everyone who's tuned in. Um, you know exactly where to get hold of us. Uh, YouTube channel we're trying to push as well. So if you get a chance, uh, by all means, get involved. You can get in the comments as well and we'll try and uh, have a little bit crack on. Noah, um, you're still on your holly bobs. What's happening today? Yeah, it's actually my sister's birthday today. So we're ah, doing, nice. We're doing like a sunset helicopter ride so like over what so it'll be cool yeah blowing blowing the wad for the sister's birthday (laughs) wow that's incredible uh, yeah so that'll be fun uh but that's that's all that's planned today got golf later on this week and uh you know uh plenty of college basketball i'm sporting the college basketball experience shirt go buy it notice that nice touch so plenty of college basketball to be watching over the next week if we're not active on this vacation but that is not how my family is we're always kind of running around with their heads cut off so yeah uh it's gonna be fun malcolm what are you doing this week i am taking bob's football team for training in about an hour or so the under 11s um i say i'm taking it bob's planned the session actually um (laughs) he knows um he knows better than me so Bob's planned the session I will I'll stand there and look officious uh, and then I'll get home watch a little bit of Champions League football probably from the bath Noah as per usual Uh, it's been a long cold day so I'll get the football on in the bath and I'll enjoy that Um, tomorrow night is NL East like I say myself and Moonaf scheduled for 10pm UK time you'll be able to tell that Netherlands Panama over tomorrow night yeah, absolutely. Uh, yeah, so thanks everyone for getting involved. Uh, keep your eyes peeled for all the stuff that is going on. Uh, we'll be back in the next few days. Say tomorrow night, 10 p.m., uh, 5 p.m. Eastern for the NL East with me and Moonaf and Minty. Uh, but until then, good luck with your bets. Uh, we'll see you down the road. Cheers. <laughs>